Unreal. Uncensored. Unradio. CliffCentral.com. Good morning and welcome to Rookies and Rockstars on Cliff Central. Hello, Sluby. What's up, JD JD? How are you going? We've got an action-packed show today. I am so excited. Wow, I know. So much to do, so much to get through. But before then, just quickly, I did tell everybody that you were away doing a very special Durban Film Festival emceeing job. Excuse me, darling. Yes, I'm trying to... Roll with the who's who in the film industry. How did it go, quickly? You, you know what? It was fantastic. It's a place where we can really connect and network with the who's who in the film industry. And you know what? The 35th edition of the Durban International Film Festival is the most rewarding and the most exciting film festival on the continent. So I was so proud to be the face and the voice of you know what's expected on the African continent. I know. How exciting. We're very proud of you. And how are you? Yeah, good. Lots on the go. So um, we're we're that's where we're kind of starting off. You know that I am from a jawbone perspective. We get involved with the events, the expos. Yes. And that's exactly who we have got in studio with us. We obviously are sometimes involved with Decorex, mm-hmm. but this year Decorex have done something a little bit more different to what they normally do. Super cool. Yeah. And from an entrepreneurship point of view, even more cool. Because they've created a separate feature to their show, 100% Design South Africa. Love it. And that is who Wolfgang is. Hi, Wolfgang. Hi. Good morning Hi. and welcome to the show. Thanks. Cool. Welcome. Um, so, obviously, you know, we've kind of chatted to the Decorex team and we've had a brief understanding about this new 100% Design section, which is amazing. And so, so for you... How are you, are you creating, have you guys all been given like an area and you're going to set up your own little section? Cause I know you've got a, br- is it, it's Brack Furniture, Brack? Brack. Brack, yeah. Furniture. Brack, Luby. Brack. Sounds like a bloody sidewalk dog. Which is a Brack. Yes, yes, we're So, it's Brack Furniture. So just, um, just explain to us how are you going to be involved in the 100% design? How did you get chosen? Just give us a little bit of background. Well, um, Basically, we were approached by 100% designer Decorex and asked to take part in the show, and um, they gave us a stand. Well, you know, we we kind of paid for a stand, so we've we've got a position there. It's a small one, but it's in a good spot. Awesome. So, yeah. And so, so, so your brand itself, um, Bruck Furniture. What, what, it, how? Okay, obviously, number one, we were chatting about it just now. Is that furniture is an intense in industry because obviously everyone's trying to customize and come with their mm-hmm. own vibe and their own style. Mm-hmm. What's what's your style? And then also, if you could maybe just answer um, for us, how are you tackling the furniture industry in this country um, as an entrepreneur? So what's your style? And then what advice or how are you tackling it from an entrepreneurship okay. point of view? Well, I'd say Brack Furniture has a focus on retro, uh, mid-century modern kind of design. Beautiful. Um, you know, we like kind of mixing colors, um, like kind of exciting, youthful kind of uh, pastel kind of colors with wood. <gasps> I'm excited. And uh, I kind of like the combination that it does. Uh, okay. What it has. Um, okay. And, uh, so what's, what's like basic, your classic piece? Well, our, our best seller is the TV cabinet. Oh. Um, nice, like a long kind of shape, kind of clean lines. And then it's got those retro kind of legs. Um, yes, at the yes. Bottom. Um, and then we've kind of combined that with the, the, the wooden doors and um, like kind of like a pastel color that the customer can choose for the inside. 
So um, it's uncycled. Is that, is that, am I correct? Well, we started off recycling stuff, yes. and a lot of the ideas we got were um, originally from you know scanning pawn shops and secondhand stores on the outskirts of Joburg and mm. various places in the Cape and stuff. Um, and then we started by fixing those up, uh, upcycling them basically, and uh, selling them. Upcycling, that's, yeah. what, that's but, what I meant to but say. But now um, we've kind of shifted our focus more onto kind of manufacturing our own stuff. Um, so, when, in terms of your wood, yeah. uh, what wood, what wood are you using? I mean, is it a combination? I mean, retro, because you've got those different lines and different colors when yeah, it comes to retro. Yeah. So, uh, what are our choices? Well, well, look, I mean, part of the question you asked me earlier basically was, um, I saw kind of a gap in the market for something that is kind of, um, good looking, well made, but at a reasonable price. Nice. I guess essentially what you might have, uh, IKEA in, in other countries, which we don't have here. Yes. Um, yes. So I wanted to kind of fill the gap, something that was well made, um, looked good, kind of exciting to buy, to shop for, but um, still reasonably priced. So just so just, so it, just to regards to your question, sorry. we we work out of materials we use MDF, what basically, is that? which is super wood, which is a, a cheaper kind of wood. Okay. And then on top of that, we kind of do a primer, and then we either spray it or hand paint it as well. It keeps costs down. It's reliable. And, and um, Brack Furniture, it's you, your wife, and your father, correct? No, it's uh, me and my father. Oh, um, okay. It was started by me and an ex-girlfriend. Oh, sorry. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oops, you're bad. <laughs> yes. And uh, now it's me and my dad, yeah. I do the design, the admin, all that kind of stuff. He does the construction. So. Cool. So, I mean, just how – I just showed you this website. So – I can now see why Decorex would have wanted you in this 100% design area. This is beautiful. So I'm a, ma- I'm a massive – my one friend Tia and I have this huge fight um, because – not fight, just a little bit of a joke between us because she's a primary color person, so reds, yellows, blues. And my whole wedding was pastel. My bedroom's pastel. I'm, I think it's because I'm trying to enhance the calm. Still getting there, but we're still getting it. there. <laughs> but, I mean, for me, just looking at how you've – like shaded the drawers, like from a, a white to a gray to a dark gray, and the pastels in how you're bringing it all, and it's beautiful. So I mean, I'm I'm excited. You can you can find Wolfgang's website at Brack Furniture, which is B-R-A-K Furniture.co.za. He is also on Twitter. You can find him there. Um, he has just confessed to, to not being the the most avid tweeter, but we're going to get him there. We're going to get him there because he needs to follow. Um, Follow the conversations with Follow Cliff Central at cliffcentral.com. And also, so you can find him on his website. He's got all his information there. You can actually even buy online, which is amazing. So, so okay, this actually leads me to a, a good question because we, we're, we've been getting quite a few questions around um, the startup costs for new businesses. Mm-hmm. So this site and that, that uh, like shopping mechanism to actually purchase online, mm-hmm. Was that an expensive thing for you guys, or did you try and do it yourselves? Just for guys who are might not even be in the furniture business, I know um, for Seatley, um, from Seatley's Brew Coffee, one of the things he's trying to look at now cost-wise is how to, the cheapest, most cost-effective way to create this shopping mm-hmm. cart. Okay, well, I mean, just before we started the online store, we basically just opened up a blog, and we just started making stuff and posting it on there. Okay. And uh, we had our details there so people could contact us, and then we'd give them a quote. Okay. So and obviously you can start a blog for free. So I mean, there's a lot of other things to think about before you do that. I I think the most important, one of the most important things is to get a brand out there. Absolutely. To get the design of it, to get the look good. So, so the online shopping came later, and then what did you do that yourself, or did you pay somebody to no, do it for we, you? No, we we use a company called Shop Direct in Cape Town. And okay. They kind of we told them how we de- wanted to design the store, the look of of the web page, 
they did that for us. Nice. And, um, and then they kind of managed the online store, I think, for 300 bucks a month or something. Oh, amazing. You get an email with all the customer's details and everything that you process. And then through a, um, a third-party kind of site, you, you get paid. Yeah. Very cool. So it's okay. pretty easy. It's yeah. Cool. So I, I'm, from a style point we of love view, it. from a color point of view, this is amazing. And so, so bringing it back to 100% design, which is at this year's Decorate mm-hmm. for the first time, will you? So you mentioned you guys have got your own spaces and your own stands at Decorex. Mm-hmm. And then how how do people find you once they're inside? Do you uh, can we look online and see what hall you're in? Are you going to be communicating that from your blog? Yeah. Look, I um as you've established, I'm not the biggest tweeter, but I'm gonna I'm gonna work on that. But uh, <laughs> I kind of work with the the Facebook page quite a lot, and okay. a fair amount of followers on there. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I'll definitely before um the oh, design show, yes, I'll okay. I'll be putting up everything and um. We'll hopefully be running um, like a discount as well for the for the period of the show for oh, stunning show so specials and a few specials. And nice. Stuff. So, so, so speaking of speaking of which, yes, sorry, yes, sorry. No, no, we'll we'll okay, get sorry, back to the, sorry, the sorry. specials and the free things. Sorry, sorry to cut in there, but um, just so I see on Facebook, it's a different following. So it's Bruck, not yeah. Bruck Furniture. Yeah, I guess. Okay, yeah. so um, you can find Wolfgang on tw- on Twitter at Bruck Furniture. Bruckfurniture.coza, but then just the Facebook link is Bruck. But you can also click through from his website onto the Facebook page, and that's where he'll be communicating where you can find them exactly. at 100% Design, all about that. And then also, so what we're doing today, drum roll, is we are giving away five sets of Decorex tickets. So what we'd like you to do, as soon as you get to your phone, you're going to log into Twitter, Mr. Wolfgang, and uh, <laughs> what we'd like to do is we're going to be asking you to use on there's, there's, on the WeChat streams on on the Cliff Central group on WeChat. Mm-hmm. Um, we've had we've posted it this morning, so we need you to connect with us on the WeChat stream using the phrase that pays, Which and is that is hundred percent design. Yes. So just look at the look at the content on WeChat. Get involved with us. Get involved in the conversation. We will tweet with you as well as with the Decorex and hundred percent design SA team. So throughout the day, we'll see who's kind of vibing with us, who's getting involved. And don't forget, hashtag 100% design. That is the phrase that is going to pay. What we'll do, we're going to give away five double tickets. So get everybody involved. If you can post it on your Facebook page, that's amazing. Um, we'll post it from a Cliff Central point of view. Um, Obviously, you can also follow at Luby and Boyer, at Jade Rainitson on Twitter, but we'll see you in on our tweets. Retweet. Let's get the conversation going. We're giving away five sets of Decorex tickets, and with that, you can go and see Wolfgang at his stand, Bruck, Bruck Furniture. Furniture. Good luck. Thanks. Thank you for joining <laughs> us, and please wish all the other designers all the best from us. We'll touch base with you guys afterwards, yeah. and then what we'll do is we will keep you posted on who the winners are, and Kluby and I might pop in, you know, so we might do that. We might come and say, yes, how's it? Welcome, yeah. yeah, I'm excited. Decorex is my favorite. I'm obsessed. I'm like a Martha Stewart slash... My, you've been into my house. Um, <laughs> oh my it's, like Martha, it's like Martha Stewart slash your vibe. Brack Furniture's vibe. So I'm like into retro pastel, but then I'm like a bit like obsessive compulsive about the organization. So Your product is so beautiful, yeah. and thank you so much for coming on to Thanks the show. Thanks for having cool. me. Appreciate it. We will. Take a moment for yourself 
And rock stars and in the house we've basically are doing a concept and basically revealing the power and the strength and the the availability of wanting to be a franchisee in uh, dynamic South Africa and in studio this morning we have Alan uh, franchisor of smooch and news cafe welcome thank you very much Claudia. next up we have Brian franchisor of Rockamamas. <laughs> And Miles, franchisor of Vuyos. <laughs> welcome, guys. <laughs> That's awesome. Hi, guys, and welcome. So, what we what we are excited about is that this platform is obviously super cool for all aspiring South African entrepreneurs. And as you know, before you take the leap of deciding what your entrepreneurial journey is going to be, we we try and feed information to anybody looking at doing either a franchise, their own business, whatever it is. So Fluby was encouraged by your brands, um, which is which is Smooch, yes. News Cafe, Rockamamas, and Vuyos. Okay, so basically, guys, let, let, let's start off. Should franchisee be my next job title you know there are a lot of managers and executives that are moving into the space and i'm seeing more and more franchises pop up what would be your answer to that let's start with miles Vuyo. 
I say run away. Because <laughs> <laughs> the food business is actually very, very hard. But with that being said, I think the idea of the franchisee makes it easy for um, prospective uh, business owners to get into the business. So idiots like me and Alan and we, we <laughs> Brian. take out and Brian, sorry, we take out the painful stuff out of it. So we make it easy for the franchisee to be basically uh, able to run its own business. Um, you know what? I hear a lot of the questions when uh, a prospective franchisee, um, Alan, um, is the franchising business sector a fit for me? You know, what? it's about time. It's about effort. It's about um, being the the, um, you, the, uh, the creator and the owner of your own job. You know, when, when you're an employer, um, somebody else tells you what to do. But as a, a franchisor, you know what? You're the boss. How, how yeah. would you describe that um, choice in, in, in what your personal values are? Being a franchisee, I think, gives you the opportunity to, to own your own business, but with the guidance of a franchisor. Yeah. Um, so it, crea- it's, it allows for uh, entrepreneurial spirit. But, uh, you know, for people that are inexperienced in a particular industry, it, it gives them that, that security of someone just uh, showing them the way and, and, and allowing them to operate under an established uh, business system. Yeah, I think, I think if we look at, I mean, so these brands are pretty phenomenal. Yeah. We've got Vuyos, we've got Rockamama, News Cafe and Smooches. So obviously, consumer walking along the street sees those brands as super, you know, one of the most well-established. Rockamama, obviously the newest, but the, one of the coolest, let's be fair. <laughs> and what I think I like, I've obviously seen other mates of mine who are involved in, in Kauai and, and other um, chicken franchises. And what I do like, as you say, Ellen, that's very important for us, is that for any entrepreneur or business starter who doesn't quite grasp all of the fundamentals of the business operation side, that's where the structure, you know, comes in. A lot of, some of them look at it as a limitation, but for most, for most of the people who are getting involved in franchisees, you know, it's, it's quite cool because you guys do allow them to be the free and entrepreneurial spirit, but then just say, okay, cool guys, advertising budgets, this is how it's going to look, this is the corporate ID, that's the whole vibe. What, what, what's your take on that from a rock and mama point of view? Rock is it as strict or is it a little bit more chilled? Um, I'm, I'm kind of trying to find a different way of franchising. Okay. Because, you know, I'm, I'm a franchisee myself with Spur. I've got a couple of Spurs and it's, okay. it, it is strict. And you gotta, you gotta, you gotta abide by the, the ethos of the brand that you, yes. you trade yeah, with. Yeah, and yeah, there, I mean, it's a, it's a set formula that works. So you mm. don't want to be, you know, entrepreneurial spirit is one thing, but you don't want mm. too much creativity that can, can, can divert from what the actual brand. The formula that yeah. works. I mean, that's why works. they put it there, you know. Um, yeah. With Mamas, I'm trying to do more of a out there type franchise. So I'm, 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 I'm not just hunting for franchisees. I'm, mm. I'm trying to get people who are, who march a different drum beat and whereby, you can have a bit of that creativity because I want to keep everything from scratch. It is fast food, but it's made from scratch. I don't want mass-produced um, plastic fast food. Love that. So um, you, you know what, uh, Brian, speaking to you earlier, you, you celebrate your failures, and I think that's yeah. what you look for when you're looking for a franchisee or a, pot- or a potential franchisee. Yeah, I, e- elaborate on that. I think that's so important, and that's so cool, and that really is kind of uh, – um, showing the conviction that you have in daring to dream, you know? Yeah, well, Miles and I were chatting about it, and I think I call it my fabulous failures. Yeah. I don't believe that you can achieve success without failure. I believe it's part of the equation. And um, you, 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 until somebody's failed, how, the, how are they actually going to appreciate their success? 
Mm-hmm. So I don't think it is possible. And if you listen to most guys who have achieved something, they, 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 they have failed. Absolutely. When it comes to um, ways of financing oh, your franchise. That's the hardest part. You know, absolutely. Coming from me, and as you all know, I'm an actress, so I'm a freelancer <laughs> turning into entrepreneur. How much is it? I mean, what do you say to somebody like me who's a perspective? Alan. There's a number of ways of financing a a franchise. And, uh, you know, they're the conventional methods of going via um, a financial institution, a bank. A lot of them have uh, franchise departments that are specifically geared towards that. Because it's a big, it's a big amount. Yeah. And and, and they range. I mean, franchises can start um, from 500,000 rand to set up and they can go up to five, six million rand to set up. Um, Mm. And the, Banks generally have a lot more confidence in, French, in financing a, an established franchise brand that's got a, a, a history. And, um, but there are other ways of doing it. Uh, the NEF and the NCFA are also very big platforms uh, that a lot of people are, are using now. Yeah. Um, and, uh, when, when they talk about unencumbered capital, what does that mean? Unencumbered capital means… Oh, Sluby. Sure, eh? Hey? Uh, You're doing your homework. Sure, well, uh, this is serious stuff here. Okay. Yeah. capital is capital uh, that is mm-hmm. put in by the shareholders that is not subject to, it's not owned so it's by yours. the bank. Yes, it's shareholders' capital that they cash out their pocket that they're putting into the business. Which Hard ha- cash. Yeah, and it, and it has to be there. You have to have uh, some skin in the game because… Uh, cash is king. Cash is king. And that also, um, uh, uh, Bud Miles… That also actually shows the franchise or your level of commitment, that Correct. you're actually not messing around and that you're investing in your own money. You're not going to mess around. Vuyo, you? are miles. <laughs> Am I ever going to get this right? You don't mind. No, no I don't mind. <laughs> Even my mom calls me Vuyo. Okay. Um, but to, 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 to that point, uh, or yeah. to Brian's earlier point, for, for us um, yes. at Vuyo's, we see that there's a lot of franchisees that are being left out of the food chain largely because Abanamali. This unencumbered cash story is is literally, um, you know, keeping mm, people out. And, and it's unfortunate because the franchise business was designed in such a way to make it such that it's available to as many people as possible. You want to bring in people who have a little bit of um, acumen or the right attitude to run their own business. But because with unencumbered capital, you know, it automatically means you can't play the game. So what we're doing at Voyeur is we've got three business models, one of which is the food carts, which we don't require any unencumbered cash. In fact, you don't even require really? capital. Yeah, because we found that there's a lot of entrepreneurs. You know, I've had a leg up, and our business model is… Tell us your story, <laughs> Well, for those who don't know, quickly. Well, well I, I saw the advert, the Hansa advert, where Voyeur is a big, big dreamer, and he starts off by uh, starting with a Purovos cart on the side of the road, and he builds it into a multi-million rand empire. And for us, it was actually, that was the ethos of our business, that, you know, you can start from literally just a cart and we'll move you up within our model to, to other things. So we start off with, with a cart where you don't pay anything and we park you outside a spa and it's fully operational. It's your, it's your business. And then if you are more inclined to move up the food chain, we've got you on a food truck. Which is so cool because a food truck is mobile. Mobile. That yes. means if business is not great, guess what? You switch on, you go to the next site. Yes. And because it's mobile, people see it as well and you get repeat business that way. And then obviously, ultimately, we do the bricks and mortar stuff, which is the, the actual restaurant. And there, okay. largely, while we still continue with that, because unfortunately, bricks and mortar still gives you legitimacy. People still want to see the bricks and mortar stuff. But 
at least we've got a way of getting you through the funnel, and that's how we look at it. Um, uh, Brian, unencumbered cash. Um, do you want to borrow from friends and family? Is that a good uh, place to start, or you would say no, no to that? You know, I don't, I don't like banks. <laughs> yeah. I don't like banks, but I, unfortunately, people need to get uh, finance from banks. But I think that um, I wouldn't gear a business more than thirty percent. So the rest needs to be cash, and the best finance that you can get is from family if you don't have. Mm. But there are other ways of achieving finances, mm. and that is by being creative in yourself and, and having a patience and a timeline in what to achieve it in. Yeah. Um, so, so just you can create, like Vuyo said, you, you don't have to start with a bricks and mortar. You can start yeah. with something small and think outside it. of the box. And I mean, I can't I wait until again. Vuyo invites me on that yacht that I saw in that ad. <laughs> it's a work in progress. You know what? I, I love the, um, the notion that you kind of started with, and it's your brainchild that, you know, you can just start off with just the cart on the side of the street, you know? And, with the and I love that. I think the biggest thing. That makes it attainable for yeah. people. But the, I think the, the the key aspect to anything yeah. is attitude. You know, uh, you can tr- you can skill and train people on everything else, but if you've got an the attitude determines your altitude. I always say Love um, that. because we can see it, and then yeah. Um, Alan, clear goals. You know, it's about you know financial goals as well as in quality of life, especially when you want to be a a, a a franchisee. What do you say to that? I mean, you want to go watch the kids watching, you know, the soccer, but then you want to be able to educate them. Um, is that the life of a franchise, of, 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 you know, living the life of a franchise? <laughs> what we do say to our franchisees is that if they're going to get involved in the business, they must be present. They need to be involved in some capacity. They need to supervise their business, manage stock, manage cash flow. So it's not a case of investing. And, and going past once a week to, to collect uh, your money because mm-hmm. it never works like that. Do you guys agree? Oh, yeah. 100%. 100%. What do you say to that, Brian? I, I, I heard you had uh, – you, you've got a problem with your suppliers. That's your big I headache. I think supply is a problem for all of us. Yeah. You know what? Um, the, the, you've got to monitor the quality all the time. Yes. But I, I think different businesses have different challenges. I think a lot of guys complain about staffing and that. But um, – People with hand gestures and things. <laughs> <laughs> no, cool, guys. So what, what we're going to do, we're going to play a, we have a quick little tune, um, and then we've got a little surprise under the desk. Clubby's so good at bringing in food to the studio. It's, it's quite phenomenal. We love we love Clubby's guests. So we're just going to have a quick little vibe, and we will be back just now with some smooch delight, and we will continue talking to these three awesome guys and also give our fourth franchisee owner a call so stay tuned and we'll be back on Rockies and Rockstars in a short little while
Okay. I actually <laughs> no. I actually don't know where to start. There are. I'm at a happy place. I'm at a happy place. <gasps> smooch containers everywhere. <laughs> this is ridiculous. I have got very berry, non-dairy. That's cool, mm-hmm. Alan. Yeah. You're so clever. And then, okay, let's go through the flavors. Okay, Sorry. yeah. Mm, yum. Look at these two. Look at Brian and, and Miles. They ain't happy. Where's your produce, guys? Miles, <laughs> just because it's not voyos, don't be ugly. <laughs> okay, so my flavor of smooch is strawberry Nesquik divine, Alan. Yeah, very popular amongst the kids, and we've just launched a, a new flavor this week, yeah. which is called cookie dough. Oh. Yeah, got somewhere on the table here. Oh. Very, very, very sneaky, very Ben and Jerry's, but we'll salute you. Mm. Okay. Love that. What What are the little orange balls? Those there? are popping bobas. Popper. No, that's just exciting. I haven't even touched Let's one yet. Let's just try that. Fruit juice. <gasps> oh, and and it's weird. Let's see. Well, you are touching and ball. <laughs> <laughs> and they just pop in your mouth oh, as, as you chew them. Miles, behave. <laughs> okay, guys, let's get serious. Okay, we can eat and chat. Oh. So we're talking about franchisees and franchisors. Mm. Let's 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 talk about skeletons in the closet. Ooh. Red flags. Established brands. They all got their history, good, bad, and ugly. I find that you guys have a mission statement in your stores or whatever. Correct. This was smooth. Um, yes, for for all of you. Correct. Correct. Brian, That's right, yeah. so um, for me to deter myself into getting into an investment that had red flags, how would I go about in avoiding that kind of bad decision making? Talk to existing franchisees. Well, but, yeah. but do you guys share? So, so my whole vibe and what I battle with in this country the most with business is that there is the minority who are willing to share knowledge because everyone in South Africa is so protective. It's crazy. Um, and it just it, it baffles my brain. Like if people approach us in our industry of like agency, you know, exhibitions, branding world, we invite sharing that knowledge to make the industry better. But I think franchisees do share. Okay. And I think potential franchisees would always go to an existing franchisee to find out how this uh, operation works. Um, my biggest advice in terms of looking at skeletons is that, you know, have you ha- have you had that experience? Well, uh, you know, the industry talks. You know, guys, and you also look at growth rate. You know, if someone is opening 300 stores in two months, I mean, something's got to give there. You know, it's either going to be quality or it's something is always going to, you know. So you want someone who looks for franchisees that are going to be around, um, not open three franchisees next to the new franchisee because you want to build a business that's sustainable, mm. not where you're closing shops and opening shops, you know. So for us, my biggest thing is um, I'd rather trade carefully but have stores that are there five, ten years from now as opposed to be taking money from the franchisee, bankrolling a couple of stores, and we have an amazing growth rate, and um, but the shops are not as sustainable. Alan, we talked earlier about Moyos. Um, tell us about your journey into that and what are you trying to recreate with you um, taking ownership of that brand? Moyo's was um, a brand that we saw, um, it, it was previously um, in, in Business Rescue and then we uh, took the opportunity and put in an offer. We saw the potential in Moyo. It's mm. a fantastic, it's a fantastic orientated brand. Fantastic. And, um, we just felt that it, it hadn't been given the opportunity that it, that it deserved. And uh, so we took it on about two months ago. And uh, we've just – we're not 
revolutionizing the brand. The brand's mm. worked well, and it's uh, entrenched itself as a as a, a traditional African type uh, experience. Yes. But um, what we are doing is we've we've done new menus. Uh, that's sorry. So that's sorry to interject. That's the only thing that lacked for me. Like I loved it. Loved the tapper, like African tapper vibe, yes. and loved the white dots on my face. But it was <laughs> it was for someone like my mother-in-law, who's a little bit more of a traditional eater, a little bit more conservative when it comes to exploring with food. Yes. So well done. Absolutely, and we've also acknowledged that. And okay. and and for us, the, the the biggest drive was was to to refine the menu. Make sure that we 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 uh, get a, a a nice cross section of, of authentic African cuisine. Nice. But really, just deliver on the experience. So we, as opposed to what it was before, we are now also franchising. And the reason that we're doing that is that we want owner operators in this store that are, are looking after the investment, but looking after the customers. Brian, you are both a franchisee and a franchisor uh, with Rockamamas. Uh, tell us about the expansion process. And where you've come from to get to this point? Rockamama's is a personal journey for me, so I'm a bit selfish. Come on. Bit, so I don't want to just um, franchise the, 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 the brand. As I said, I'm looking for people that march by different drumbeat. Yeah. Because I am very scared of… Um, it becoming generic. Yeah, becoming plastic. And I'm very scared of… Um, I, I, I kind of have the same sentiment as what Puyo says, because we've been watching a certain franchise, all that's Miles. gone mad. Miles. <laughs> Miles. We, 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 we into brands. Rockstar. We so love that. We so love that. Rookies and rockstars. He's like know, a brand ambassador already. I should, I'll take this off and I'll leave it here for you guys. Thank you. I'm in. <laughs> yes. Um, so, so basically, I, I don't really know exactly how and what I'm going to do. I have got a couple of uh, mates. I've opened one store now in four ways with a family member of mine as a franchise. But the one that I'm opening up the road from you guys, which you're invited to in about a month or two, is uh, going to be my store. Mm. Um, I'm also very scared of somebody failing with with this concept per se, because I don't have the 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 I, I, like I, I'd rather fail at doing a store. I, mm. I, I couldn't sell a franchise to somebody else, and suddenly it fails at such an early point because I'm still busy with. Building the brand. We're building the brand. Yeah. It's very, very close to my So where's that address going to be, the new one? It's just down the road in Ravonia Village. Okay. Opposite the Mickey D's. So, so in terms of, so we've spoken obviously with, so let me just confirm, your your franchise brands are Moyo, News Cafe and Smooches. Alan? We also have Cafe Fino. Cafe Fino. Which is a coffee shop brand and Illigo. What's Illigo? It's also on the go, mm. coffee sh- um and it's uh, we have sites in the airport at Oatambo, and yeah. we have a combination store with Smooch in Santon. Okay, cool. So that's that, the holding company that owns all of those is Four News Developments. Four News Developments. Okay, cool. So obviously your menus are quite diverse because you own all the different brands. But then for Brian, um, what I haven't been t- oh actually. Is, is there a Rockamamas on Malibongwe? Yes. Okay. That's around the corner from <laughs> Good me. Good morning. Hello. <laughs> hey. Sorry. Okay. So so just in terms of menu, because we kind of, smooches is quite obvious. We've got it here. I've now, nice moved, I've now moved on to chocolate and peanut Let's brittle, stop. which is delicious. Um, how how does your menu look? And, and what is the, ex- so with Moyo, it's an experience. You go in, you get your face painted. You're in this African scenery. It's amazing. What's, what's, the cult- what's the experience from the time the guest walks in?